0: Listener production. This podcast is being recorded on Gadigal land. We pay our respects to the traditional custodians of this country and elders, past, present. We extend our respect to any First Nations, Aboriginal, and Torres Strait Islander people joining us today.
1: It's a lot, isn't it? Hey
0: everyone, and welcome to the laziest content I could think of. <laughs> Um, so I decided to make you all create content for me. So thank you so much <laughs> if you ask a uh, it asked the question. I need to ask me anything now. I, if I pick them out of here, I've got a bowl here, and I sent screenshots to them, and I said, "Cut them all up."
2: Yeah, that's it. That's what you did. But you know what? You're holding one bowl, but just like Oprah style, seat next to you. <laughs> Oh my and God, this, Abby, oh my this gosh. is not even the, the, the bit of, like, look at this. Like I more? still have, yeah, I still have fucking more. I didn't know how much you want <laughs> So basically Abby is holding a bowl full of little cutouts of paper and a vase that I found in the office. So. Oh
0: my God. Okay. I, <laughs> <have> think, <fun. laughs> I think we should just go through um, and I'm going to answer, if I pick the question, I'm going to answer it. Unless I can't legally. Okay. Because a lot of the questions in there, someone someone asked a question I saw and I'm like, bless you. They're like, what is one thing you would never talk about publicly? And it's like, well, I'm not (laughs) going to talk about it, am I? (laughs) Yeah, I know. What genre?
1: What genre is it?
0: Like family, personal stuff. It's a like, heckle. what is oh, one thing? And I was like, bless you, Queen, for trying. But I was like, I was like <laughs> no. And all of them were, a lot of them were quite nice. Some of them were quite aggressive. And some of them, yeah. left, she was quite shocked about. It. One was, why are you such a dumb bitch?
2: Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> and, and I, I put like, it in
0: there for you, by well, the way. Let, on, let's debunk it. Let's, <laughs> let's, let's talk about let's it. Let's think <laughs> about why I am such a dumb bitch. Hmm. I mean, I'm a bitch because um, you have to be to get what you want in this industry. Um, <laughs> And dumb is ableist. So there you go. That's why
2: <laughs> she's answered the
0: first All question. All right. I'm going to put my hand in this bowl and I'm going to pick out a random question and we'll see what it is and I'll answer it. Questions
2: are falling left, right, and center. Also, there.
0: I will not answer a question if I think it's boring. Okay. That's Fair another, that's that's another <laughs> rule. If it's like, what, what's your favorite thing to answer? I did some of my stories of ones that weren't boring but were like, do you like having a natural hair color? And I was like, like I think I am I'm on a campaign side note that I think everyone should have their natural hair color.
2: Okay, really? Yes. Not even like the tips? What does that count for you? If it's just the I mean like natural people can do what they
0: want, but yeah. I think everyone should try mm. their natural hair color at all times because it's the hair color that suits you the best, Oscar knows. <laughs>
1: <laughs> You're a bitch. She's saying that because I have no hair. <laughs> Do you know my little cousin was like, "Why do you have no hair?" I'm like, I don't know. I don't know.
0: No, but it suits you. Thank God, you got a beautiful face, (laughs) Chuck. Oh, (laughs) thank God! Honestly,
1: do you know what? It is so convenient. I don't have to do anything. No, it feels so good. Get out of the shower.
0: That's it. Yeah. And when you put a turtleneck on, no resistance. Like do you, you shampoo your scalp? <laughs> do you actually shampoo your yes, scalp?
1: Every, yes. Yeah, every, well, yeah, because it's like I'm applying the, like my face stuff and then I just like keep going above, 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 and then it's really just like washing your face, an extension of your face. Wow.
0: Really, so. That's mm-hmm. beautiful. Q&A. If you get a facial, how far back do they go? <laughs> <laughs> I'm genuinely, you. I'm genuinely asking. I'm genuinely asking. No, they don't. Well, I mean, they ju- it's just, they- it doesn't to them. The marker and abrasion on the top of on the cranium. <laughs> <laughs> the needling oh my I god love
1: it. oh you know what i love okay. it all right anyway okay i love it. i prefer you as blonde keep going oh, no, wow. i'm joking i'm no, joking i'm joking i'm joking i, I'm I just joking. have
0: on a new campaign that i think everyone should try their natural hair color at least once not in like a um handmaid's tail way in like a honestly <laughs> in like a kind of like why my I, sp- I i i was thinking about how much time i'm gonna save in summer because mm. in summer it would kill me when it was like a 33-degree day and I had to go and sit in the fucking hair salon yeah. for nine hours <gasps> to get my fucking foils done and love you, Dane King, did an amazing job, but I was like, <laughs> fuck this. Now I haven't even booked my next appointment. <gasps>
2: oh, yeah, it feels good. Oh,
0: That's a lot God. of life admin Why don't gone. Why you
1: go one step further and, and just, like, do the shave?
0: Honestly, I feel like I, feel like I actually would consider it. If I, I don't know if I have, I have like, the confidence yet like you do. <laughs> You're so confident to rock that hairstyle.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, i okay, a Okay, let's question. pick a fucking
0: question. All right. Okay, this is a, s- sorry, no questions are silly. Yeah, okay. <laughs> but this one is. Where can we watch Ghost Island in the US? Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> I'm not sure what Ghost Island is. You can't watch it in there. You can't watch FBoy Island and except works for Australia, even with a VPN, just so you're all aware. So don't you even dare try and break the law. Really? Genuinely. Yeah, you can't. I know how they've done That's it. That's advanced
2: technology there. But you can't
0: watch binge. I'm hoping and praying that like HBO USA pick up mm. cuz you know how like like and, and this is not in the works at all. This is just what my hopes and prayers are. Um okay, so no, you can't watch F Boy Island. I'm really sorry. Oh, someone said, "How do you feel going back to therapy?" Um really good. I have a new really slay therapist and she's really really good. My last therapist was good. And then I went to couples therapy with my ex a couple of times. I don't know if I spoke about that. No, you did not. What the fuck? No. Oh, yeah. Wow. Okay. Wow. Information leaked. Um, My ex and I went (laughs) to couples therapy twice this year. Well, before he ghosted me again. Okay. Yeah.
1: So now we're we talking an ex that is from a while ago.
0: No, no, this year. Yeah. This all happened this year. So we went to couples therapy. And then uh, the last I spoke to him was in one of those sessions. <laughs> oh my God. And it was about how much oh. he loved me. Anyway. um. So that was a random time, but therapy <laughs> otherwise is going great. And I'm seeing someone wonderful now who is an angel. So it's all worked out for the best. I'm glad that he ghosted me. Because yeah. he ghosted me, and then I met this beautiful chucky. But so therapy's going well. My new therapist is wonderful. I feel way better. She's amazing. I love her. Um, every- what makes her good? Yeah, that's like, what I wanted to know. That- okay, so she's she's like I think she'd be like early 30s. So I love a therapist that feels like my friend. I don't yeah. like, I, and I want a I want a woman because smarter. Um like an AFAB person. <laughs> mm. um, sorry, Oscar. Um, it's, it's true. Um, be honest. But she, she's good because she doesn't, I feel like therapists in the past have kind of, they want to like go through your whole childhood and life history first And then they can start working on current events, which I understand. But sometimes things are a bit pressing in my life. Mm. And she's good at like, okay, is it, like at the top of each session, she'll be like, what's happened this week? Is there anything that you need to figure out right now?
2: I want a therapist like that. She's
0: amazing. uh, She'll be like, is there anything pressing that we need to sort out? And then I'm like, yep. And then she'll even say, because sometimes, like the other day, I was having a really shit day and I went in and I was like, listen, I have a big thing to talk to you about, but I also have to film tonight. So oh. um, I can't get into this right now because I have to mm. go on film for 12 hours. So she was like, that's fine. I don't think it's wise to do that. So we'll park things and then come back to them. And she'll kind of ask my capacity for things because I have a weird schedule where some days I'll, I'll be able to go home and just hang out or like go to the sauna or like go for a run. And other days it's like I have to go and be on camera for 14 hours after I've already yeah. in the morning gone to gym and done a grocery shopping or whatever. And then I go to therapy and I go from therapy. I'm on the phone a little, you know, so she's good at that. How
1: often are you going?
0: Well, once a week, but we're trying twice a week when I have time. And so we're like going through my, all different parts of my life simultaneously. It feels like I can say, you know, what's stressing me out this week is this part of work and we can kind of sort it out or she'll even be like, you know, is your capacity today only to talk about the person that you're dating? And I'm like, yeah. And she's like, great. Let's just, like, gossip. <laughs> and she'll even say okay. things. I know if this is appropriate, but she'll say things like, that's fucked. And I'm like, that is yeah. fucked. Thank you, queen. Yeah. So she's like, she talks to me like a friend. Like, she's not there. And she'll, I think she's going to listen to the podcast. Really? I gave her permission. Yeah, because she was like, I need to ask permission first, but because it's easy for me to understand you. Mm. She listens to the radio show and, like, podcasts and stuff to, like, understand things better. So she's <laughs> I love her. Hey, Queen. So she's been great. Question. Someone said, what are you afraid of? Go deep. Death? Yeah, I'm scared of death. But, like, who isn't? You know what I mean? Yeah. Some people aren't. Some people are like, I'm They're sweet.
1: Just... I don't. <laughs> like, you're scared too, Lynn?
2: Yeah, I would be, obviously. Like.
1: Yeah. There's not much you can do though when it happens.
2: Um, there, isn't-
0: <laughs> <laughs> there you know what there isn't much. There's not there's not much you can do. I mean I'm scared of death but I'm actually now I'm in this weird new paranoia where I'm really scared of if we're going to ignore death. I'm more you- <laughs> what? I'm more scared of like not absorbing my life like I try and sit there and I go Wow, the ocean's blue today. Like I'm like, wow, and I try no, to like no, force myself it. to be grateful, but I'm like, you know what I mean. And yeah. I'm like, in like this whole thing before, when you yelled at me and called me lazy and abused me in the workplace, Oscar. <laughs> um, <Yeah. laughs>
1: the therapist is going wow, to wow,
0: wow. No, but like this lazy thing. <laughs> I was thinking today. I saw this TikTok of this person who was like, oh my god, I spent the whole day in bed. It was so good. So such a revival. Like felt so nice. Blah 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 blah. Like mental health day in bed. Yeah. And I was like, I used to love doing that. And now because of maybe it's of my fear fear of death, it's not that I'm like, it's kind of like, because I'm like, oh, like lazy. But in my head, I'm like, wow, a day wasted, a day of your life wasted in bed. Get up and go mm. to the ocean. You live so yeah. close to the fucking ocean. It's go stressful and living take next ocean. Jo- <laughs> Yeah, it is. No. Any day of the sun's out, you go, well, better go sit on the fucking sand. <laughs> better go to the rocks. <laughs> fucking hell. Well Oh, Walter, let's go to the rocks, you know. Let's go sit on the slab, as we call it in Bondi. <laughs> but so, let's see if anyone's at the slab. Um, but, yeah, I, I'm, like, more fearful of wasting my life, but genuinely, but every minute, which is, I think, why I'm also becoming a workaholic. I think I actually have an addiction to work. I agree. Yeah, because I'm terrible. Because my, my big work period is gonna end July. Yeah. yeah. So like, not sure what I'm gonna do. I've got like holidays planned for the first two weeks of it. And then when I come back, even just only having radio and podcasting, I'll be like, hmm
2: It's too little.
1: Too little but that I think My- you're also very creative. That's sometimes when the best ideas come to your mind, when you just, just let see what happens, see what bubbles to the top, you know? Yeah, but here's
0: what happened when I had a massage the other day. I had a massage, right, and it's always happens, and I forgot headphones, and everyone goes, you shouldn't listen to podcasts during a massage because you should turn your mind off. And I'm like, I have fucking ADHD. Like, do you know what happens when I have a massage without headphones? I tried it, right, because everyone's trying to be all wholesome on me going, you need to relax your mind and minimize your screen time. I spent the entire massage planning out a book in detail plus two new wow. podcast ideas plus two new TV show ideas. One reality, one written, that's, that's one This drama. is when Abby's <laughs> relaxing. I text my managers afterwards and I said, I've got all these ideas. I'm going to voice out you so we don't forget them. As I was walking home mm. from my massage at nine o'clock on a Wednesday night and they were like, she has four seconds of rest and she writes a book. And they were like, you should get Kira, my PA, to come in and scribe while I'm getting a massage and go. <laughs> <laughs> like What else? About, what chapter else? three. Oh, yeah. Like imagine. So uh, also, yeah, yeah so I'm, I might try and write a book. Okay. I know I get back yeah, my like, advance. Yeah.
1: But, um, so about yourself or is it like a-
0: Well, I don't want to say anything because once I give information away, the idea might change. So I'm just going to say I thought of a book idea. I'm going to try and kind of write it, see how it goes. Okay. Someone said, if this wasn't your current life, what would you be doing? So I have a degree in property economics and I would probably, unfortunately, be working in- commercial real estate still and working corporate, which is so fucked up. But I do think there's a big lesson in this in that if I didn't apply for The Bachelor, I wouldn't have ever – I used to always think, wow, everyone that works in media, like, must be so, like, so specialised and have, like, this, like, really niche skill from birth and – you know what I mean? Yeah, not in media. Yeah, no. Like, you guys are amazing. (laughs) Not not saying like the people that are okay the bad, but I'm saying like (laughs) anyone. But like literally anyone can apply. Like if you just like just apply and eventually like, so I would have been better doing a degree in like social media or media comms. Mm. Honestly, they would have seen my personality much better than property fucking economics. But I didn't do it because I didn't think that I would get a job in it because I thought that everyone that worked in media or in a creative field, it was really hard to get a job. But, I, A, I think it's expanded in the past 10 years since I was at uni, obviously. Mm. But, B, I think as well, like, imposter syndrome to the max. So I think that I would have been working mm. commercial real estate, but I would hope that I would have, like, an epiphany one day and change my career path to be in, like, media comms. So if I, if I like, one day was like, you know what, I don't want to be public-facing anymore... And I like for some reason there was a law on me producing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'd be a TV producer if I couldn't be doing on camera stuff. But if I couldn't do any of that, I would like just go and work in like what? social media or like media comms or like publicity or something. Why PR. did
2: you choose commercial real estate? Was it just like the thing that's making most money right now I want to do? Like fair I love enough. Math. That, really? The, just that that was like the driving thing. Like I'm good at that. Love so. math. Love
0: economics. And I knew that I also would get like straight sevens in economics because I was it was so easy to me. And then I liked math. And then you can also earn a fuck ton of money if you're a commercial real estate agent. Fuck ton. If you sell pubs. Think about it. If you're charging one percent commission and you sell a in Sydney, like when I was working there, pubs go for like sixty million dollars. Sixty. Fuck six yeah. zero. And you get a one point seven five percent commission. How much money is that, Oscar? Wow. A lot. Hey, Siri, how much is 1.75% of $60 million? So a million-dollar commission. Fuck. So, like, when I say it's a lot of money, I mean, like, you can earn a lot of money from being a pub. What know, are
2: we like. doing here, Oscar, you and I? <laughs> well, you guys have morals. You know what?
0: <laughs> oh, someone
1: question that. So no, I think um, you got to follow what you love doing. Well, th- no. money will come. I,
0: and I had a moment where I knew that I wanted to quit was when um, we had a meeting. Actually, this is interesting. We had a meeting about pokies and in Queensland, the way that pokies work, I don't know if it's still the case, but the way that it worked at the time, by memory was that there's like a certain amount for Queensland that is allowed, like say if there's like 10,000 or something, right? And you have to buy and sell those pokey licenses and machines back to the government. So, like, Mm. there's no, like, private selling. So, like, the price of a pokey machine goes up and down or whatever. But you have to, like, apply to get. If you're opening a new pub, you have to hope that there's someone selling pokey machines somewhere else. They always are. Oh, I did not know that. Like, there's a quota on them. Yeah, it's like a regulation thing in Queensland. Okay. So that there isn't just endless pokey machines, right? Yeah. But I had to do this, like, research where I did an overlay of maps of the number of pokey machines. And we were trying to, like, help this client figure out if they should which which pub that they own they should put pokey machines into. And it did an overlay of maps. And it was like perfectly pretty much overlaid of like the lowest socioeconomic areas, had the highest pokey spend. We basically had to go into a meeting and like recommend that they no, did that. Fuck yeah. What's what yeah, That's and I and, I and I was like, this is pretty crook. And then I cha- And then I went on the bachelor like a month later. And then I came back and then I worked in like commercial, commercial real estate, which is like selling like office. Yeah. Like like things that aren't morally corrupt.
2: Damn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I
0: wow. mean not that if you're an agent that works in pubs, you're probably morally corrupt, but like there were certain um pub owners who didn't have pokies in them who would try who would refuse to sell to anyone that's gonna put pokies in. Like the pokies was a huge like political thing. There was a certain resort that was getting sold and they got offered like a hundred million dollars for it and they turned it down because they there wasn't a clause in there that they couldn't put in pokie machines for like a hundred years or something. Because they were like, "Nah, wow. we're not going to allow you to put pokey machines in here. It, like, fucking ruins people's lives. That's so wild. Anyway, now look, and also I'm not a pokies purist. Side note. Like, I'm just going to say this as well. If you, if you see me on the pokies, don't come for me. I, like, <laughs> this is thing is well, people think as well. Question, what annoys you? When people <laughs> <laughs> ask me anything at myself, what annoys yeah. you? Um, if someone saw me on the pokies now, they go, you said pokies are evil. Yeah, babe. They're not great. But have I and would I, if I had some cash, put it through the pokies? Yes. Is that maximum amount $20? Yes. Have I ever won the pokies? No. Would I recommend someone to pay the pokies? No. Like, it's, I'm allowed to be like a complex human being who, when at the pub, if I have $10 cash in my bag that I find, I put it in the pokies machine and I go, I don't know what I'm doing. Beep, boop, beep, boop, beep, boop. Oh, I lost it all. What a shock. <laughs> Anyway, moving yeah. on, yeah. like for 10 bucks, yeah. 20 bucks.
1: Yeah. I just hate, hate losing. So that. <laughs> I, so if I put the money in and I don't get it, like I'm so emotionally affected by that loss. You're like
0: competitive with the pokey machine. You're like, I'm going to yeah, get you, and bitch. I'm, it's like
1: 10 bucks. Yeah. It's 10 bucks. <laughs> yeah.
2: And because you I'm do like, it once and you go, uh oh. I've never played yeah. it. So I cannot even begin to relate. But I feel like it's like any type of drug, right? Like if you don't. If you don't do it properly, it's going to fuck you up. (laughs) Like,
1: yeah. you don't have a big bender. You know what it it is? I
0: think with the pokies, the reason why it's bad is because if you do do it properly, it fucks you up. Because if you know how to play the pokies, if you think you know how to play, then you are more addicted. See, I have no idea what the fuck I'm doing. And I never would ask to learn. So I just go, this would be funny if I won $10. Mm -mm -mm. Mm. But like, and I've done it like probably five times in my life. You know, all played at the Keno at the RSL. (laughs) Two dollars. <laughs> yeah. You yeah. know? Like I think if you if you ha- if you think there's a method to it, then
2: that's when then it's you're fucked. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh my
0: god, who are you exclusive with? Would we know them? Happy for you. Thank you, Queen. No, you would uh well no, you you will not know them. You will never know them unless we get engaged or move in together. I've decided, we have discussed. I do not want anyone to know who they are. I don't think anyone would, like, figure them out. They're not, like, in media. Yeah. So they're, like... You're
2: just giving somebody a clue to go, like, frantically fuck. searching. No, no, I'm joking. But is this... Can I ask? And you can you can cut this off. Um, or I can, actually. Yeah, yeah you're going to have to do the <laughs> heavy <lifting.
1: laughs> There's Abby in Pro Tools. Let,
0: Let me into the file. limb. <laughs> i have into the mainframe. Like... <laughs>
2: <laughs> but with the, this decision, which I completely understand, like I, I want to keep my life private or this aspect of my life private, but is this kind of something of a reflection because one of your previous relationships was so public and was that kind of a response to that experience? A hundred percent. Okay.
0: Yeah, because when Conrad and I were together, then when we broke up, like because we broke up before he we went on the challenge and then I got all these... DMs and like he, we had agreed that I wouldn't say anything about us breaking up even though I wanted to and he was on the challenge and then you know he got with Megan Marks and then I got all these DMs. And like you guys broken up and it's like they had to explain why we were broken up and I was like it isn't that deep like yeah we were together for under a year like it's really not that deep. So it annoyed the fuck out of me having to explain it. And then what happens is all of my interview questions when I get interviewed mm-hmm. are about my fucking relationship. And it's like, ugh, like it's such a boring, it's such a boring topic. Like
2: For you it's boring, but people were interested, which I think is totally. as well, like <clears throat> I remember the downloads were big when, when Conrad was on the podcast. Like there was this like obsession with it. But at the same time, you know, as your producer, I'm just like, no matter how many fucking downloads this does or how many views, like by the end it's your fucking human. And yeah. that's the issue is with people dehumanize people in the spotlight in a way yeah. where it's like, you owe me this information. Yes. If you share about your life, then I want to know about every fucking aspect. And because you're in the limelight or wherever you are, then yeah, that's, yeah. that's your currency and I deserve it. And then, and then if
0: you don't, if you don't say who you are dating people, then some people automatically presume you're like hiding something. Their options are you are either public with it and we know everything and we are owed information or you must be hiding something. It must be something sinister. It's like sometimes with a few topics that are in this bowl that I cannot speak about, sometimes they're not spoken about not because I'm hiding something but because it is not appropriate to discuss publicly and also it is kind of protecting all parties involved with a complicated matter. Yeah. Like people are asking like, like why did you and break up? It's like it's a very complicated answer and like I'm sure he would have a different reasoning that I uh, said and like it wasn't anything super dramatic. So yeah. like people also think that I – I tell them stories and I say, oh, this guy that I'm fucking, or this person that I was seeing, or this da da They think they know everything, but I've never, ever spoken ill of someone with their name attached, ever, mm. ever. So, like, I will not start doing that. Well,
2: you've when got, you got a sense Christians, of responsibility yeah. because you've got the platform and if you start, you know, belittling anyone or whatever yeah. and naming them then you are the one to blame, not the person, even if they spoke ill of you, yes. but because you have the platform. Or if I, if, if they, they were the like,
0: and this isn't about crime by the way now, but like in general, if like the reason for something happening was someone else doing something wrong, and if I said that truthfully, yeah, like I, I have the power in that situation and I could like, mm. and for what? So that I have like the last final say, like I know what happened, they know what happened. When I fuck up, I feel like I openly say it. Like, if it's if it's something to do with me, I admit it because, A, ADHD queen. B, I have a million platforms to fucking talk about it on. It's going to come up eventually. And C, I have this thing where I'm like, well, it's going to come out eventually. So, like, I may as well speak about it and get my side out. Someone asked me, do you want to participate in another reality show in future, like Dancing with the Stars? Now, listen. No. But I've said... <laughs> I've said, if I'm on those shows, no financial situation is dire. So don't judge me. <laughs> I think those shows are fun. Dancing with the Stars is one that I think I would really like doing. Mm. I've obviously been asked. I would enjoy it, but you need to like it's like eight hours all it's day, every work. day. And like, like it's like a it's a more than a full-time job. It is, yeah. you have to like carve out. I think it must be at least six to eight weeks of your life where wow. all day, every day you're dancing. Oh it's, like changing, it's like ball changing. and look, I've dancing nightmare. my whole childhood. So I would I would win. Yeah. Duh. <laughs> so like it's hard for me as well, being like, oh like I know I'd win, like they don't have a chance. <laughs> like, but I also like really like I would I would like to do it. Without cameras, so I think I just want to do dance classes again. <laughs> I think that's what I'm saying, <laughs> is I would like to do-
1: What other shows would you want to be on?
0: None. There's not one. I oh, don't, really? I would like to do Amazing Race with Chrissy Swan. Okay.
1: Oh, that would, that be, would be so sick. good to watch but, you guys do that. Because we,
0: we, we heard there was a Celebrity Amazing Race happening, mm. and it's been announced now. And then when it all came out, I was like, Chuck, we should have done it. And she was like, with what time that both of us have bitch? We should call me bitch. <laughs> she wouldn't have called me bitch. But <laughs> she's like, with what time? And I was like, you know what? Fair. Um, so no time for any other reality TV shows. There isn't anything else I like to go on. Can't the ultimatum.
2: <laughs> have you heard of that?
0: I am Ultimate. obsessed with the <laughs> ultimatum, queer love. Yeah. Side note, if you haven't watched it, all I'm gonna say is, fucking go and watch I have. it. Yeah, yeah. Someone asked me, wow, this is a really good question. You should try to be a good example for the younger girls. Why don't you try to do that instead of slutty? Wow, what an insightful.
2: I was just like, are you sure this was a good question? I
0: cyber question. Um, because, listen, slutty is good example.
1: <laughs> Can you explain, I suppose, for someone who, like, clearly they've got no idea why owning your sexuality is actually a good thing? Yeah,
0: I mean, I feel... I mean, sexuality for particularly AFAB people, so assigned female at birth, that is what AFAB means. So particularly for AFAB people, people who grew up as girls, sexuality is thrust upon us from birth. Like we are basically catcalled from age, like literally like age eight, but we are also told that we can't touch it and we can't control it at all. So I guess when you grow up in this juxtaposition in your mind of I am am a sexual being and a sexual object for the patriarchy to gaze upon. But I also can't interact with that in a way that has any autonomy. You then want to flip the narrative and it turns into what some people might view as an extreme version of being overtly sexual but that's actually just you expressing your sexuality and like honing in on what you've been told your whole life and that is that you are only a sexual being and when you are able to have that control then you feel powerful and you are able to express it in a way that you choose rather than how others deem appropriate
2: fair enough that was a very good uh, answer. Thank you so much. <laughs> well, right, Any thoughts? As, uh, no, I agree with happened. you entirely. I just think people aren't used to seeing women being comfortable with their sexuality in mm. general, like the way you express it. Well, like, this
0: is the thing. I don't think I'm even that overly – like, I, I'm not trying to be funny. I actually don't think I'm that overtly sexual. Yeah. I Genuinely, like, I know what friends you all have, like these people <laughs> that are jamming me this, but it's like <laughs> –
2: I, I, I you talking, talking about my friends. No,
0: <laughs> but, like, as though at dinner, when, you, when your friends meet
2: someone new, you yeah. don't go,
0: oh, like –
2: yeah oh like how's the sex
0: to and be honest your friends- i had
2: a conversation yesterday with one of my neighbors and it was the first time i've ever like met someone where we're starting to become friends and we just talk about our sex lives but- and i'm just like why the fuck is this does this not happen more often like yeah. why mm. are we so prudish about it and then all these people having sex issues mismatched libidos all this mm-hmm. shit, not talking about mm-hmm. it, living in our little silos. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's like more so people true. should talk about it. So, if anything, I view it as a form of subtle activism rather wow. than like, you know, um, oh, you're slutty or you shouldn't be slutty or whatever. And more people like you should be in the right context, obviously, not like by the right context, I mean, this is what people panic about. It's like, what about the children? It's as if they're not being exposed to sexualized content everywhere they go. And also children are being sexualized
0: against their will, like I said, by being catcalled from when I was, I mean, like, I was told when I was in grade three that I had the body of a woman. Like, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, Yeah. totally. So Mm. I had like C cup boobs in grade three and I got my period in grade five. So like we, children are being sexualized against their will yeah. regardless Yeah. and also the intended audience of my content exactly. is not children. That's
2: exactly what it is. It is mm. up to the, it's
0: up to the parents to monitor what their children are consuming. If you don't think your children should see my content for whatever reason, that is totally fucking fine. Yeah. I don't have kids. I, I, I'm not their fucking parent. I, yeah. It's not up to me what I think Your children should consume and a lot of it is Like this podcast, me demonstrating how to suck a dick. Like, come on, like a kid shouldn't hear that. You know what I mean? Like, that's fuck, agree. Agree, (laughs) babe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But is that my responsibility to not speak about this at all? Like what this person is saying, saying you should be a good role model? Well, actually, no, I fucking shouldn't. And no, Mm -hmm. I don't have to be. I don't have children. And anyone who is over the age of 18 uh, has an understanding of... Their own sexuality at that point and can choose to engage or can choose to disengage. Yeah. Completely. Like, get wrecked, yeah. essentially. <laughs> Someone said, Is your voice feeling better? Slightly. Is it sounding better, Lynn? It is sounding better, yeah. Thank oh, you. Heaps better. It's feeling better, it's feeling good. Someone said, Ew, would you <laughs> like, would you like, giving better blowjob or hand job, and why.
2: I saw that. I guys, wanted to filter it for you, Abby. No, honestly, <laughs> I saw
0: it as well. Well, let's be honest. This person that I'm seeing, guys, I'm a pillow princess now.
1: Is that, is that, what's that? Like,
0: I just, I just absorb. Like, mm. I don't like really do much. Like, I'm involved, but like, mm. I don't really like
2: give. She receives. I just receive.
0: I just receive in every way, shape and form. I mean, I don't think I've performed oral on this person more than twice uh, and you know what i'm okay with it because he's like don't really need it and i'm like whatever i like giving blowjobs when the person is like excited about getting a blowjob
2: yeah if this person's right, saying yeah. to
0: me like oh like I, I could take it or leave it i'm like let's leave it
2: mm. yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what
0: <laughs> let's leave it Someone said, what's made you become exclusive with someone? Would you be open again? So I would absolutely be open again. Here's the thing people aren't understanding about this exclusive thing. It's not that like I've had some sort of come to Jesus moment. but Okay, so here's what's happened. I went into this. And I have been open for my whole 20s, basically. I haven't been monogamous with anyone for my whole 20s, so my whole adult dating life. And I wasn't seeking monogamy, but I've said a million times, I've said if I met someone that wanted monogamy, I would be monogamous for them if I liked them enough. I would give it a go, you know? Mm. I'd try Mm. it out. It's like when Boost Juice, because you love Boost Juice, they have a new little special (laughs) on the menu and you go, I like you and I trust you enough Boost Juice, I'll give the little... (laughs) mango tango crash with extra protein ago. You know what I mean? Like you're like, wow, like I'll give mm. it a crack. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, I met this person and I liked them and it kind of just like steadily inclined Then we had a conversation one day. And from what I understand currently, he might call me if he hears this and say, mm, that's not how I feel. But from what I understand is the monogamy is quite a deal breaker for him. So therefore we are monogamous because I like him.
2: Oh, Enough. so it's almost like it's an intentional give from you. Yes, it's, just, it's an intentional sacrifice, I remind yeah. him.
0: So if you
2: <laughs> give in other ways, potentially, and, and that would make him feel special, that could be uh, on the negotiation table again, potentially.
0: Yeah, I feel like it's not a hard mm. no, but also right now, like I see him and this is the first time that i have baited someone kind of normally in years because, like I've been saying, it's either been, like, people that have been on and off mm. or someone who lives with me or um, someone that I see, yeah, once every couple of months because they're touring. I don't know if you get mad at me for saying this, but, like, it's, like, the best sex I've ever had and he's, like, great. So I just don't really, like... I mean, if he said we could be open tomorrow... Yeah. ...would I be, would I be open to the conversation? Yes. Yeah. But... I also am not like pushing the conversation and asking for it to change. And it is but it also isn't like I found someone I like enough to change for. It's like, yeah, like it's a sacrifice. It's like mm. an intentional sacrifice. And it's also that no one else that I've dated in the past 10 years, when I've said I'm usually open, has really pushed back. Mm. Mm. And he was like, like I'm not into that. Like I couldn't do that.
2: It's the same, I think, if I were to like relate it to what I went through when I got with my partner is I never thought that I could ever be with somebody with kids. That was like a total no for me, Uh like an automatic default. No, of course not. I'm going to be with somebody with kids. And then when I did meet her and I just said, let's, let's just take it like slowly Mm -hmm. one day at a time. We were open at the beginning. And then when we became slowly, like just fostered whatever we had, oh my God, that sounds so fucking cheesy. (laughs) Then I was like, oh, okay. So in that Environment, it it works, and so I just yeah. went for it because that context it was just different.
0: Yes, and then and you're willing to like, again, having the kids involved in your life isn't a sacrifice, but it also kind yeah. of is, right? Like it, it's a like, whole lifestyle change. I, I think changed.
2: sacrifice makes it sound like you're losing something. Yes, whereas like it's not really a sacrifice as much as it it, it was. Um, I'm letting go of one of my beliefs, yes, almost. Like, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah. I'll just yeah. let it go for a little bit and just be open to something else. Yeah, yes, yes, yes. And whatever different. happens, happens. Yeah,
0: because with the monogamy thing, I mean, it's like, it is kind of funny. Like, <laughs> I'm like, this is so random of me. Like, whenever I like around myself, I go, wow, I'm just a random girl. Like, yeah. monogamous. <laughs> like, wow, I'm so basic. I'm so basic. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm dating a sis. <laughs> Straight man monogamously and having pretty vanilla sex. It's like so random. Um, but, but.
1: Are you enjoying it? What, oh my how God. Are you, it's how are you like feeling? the
0: happiest, like being around him, I've said is like taking a Valium. Like he's like just the most. Whoa. He's just like. That's good. He's an angel. Anyway, that's not about him. I know I said I would never talk about him on the podcast, but enough about him. He's beautiful and he's an angel. All right, sluts. Um, <laughs> that I'm raising apparently. Um, We're going to cut it here because we have literally like five million questions. We'll do a part two. I mean, we have five million fucking questions here, but um, we'll do a part two. All right. A listener
2: production.